0: hey guys and welcome to the female fitness formula podcast as always i am your host Sheridan Skye and today i honestly just thought i need to show up for y'all because it's been a while and truth be told i have been stuck in this perfectionistic mindset when it comes to the podcast because I want to deliver value and I want the time that I spend on this platform to provide you guys value, right? Because I am a mom of two and a business owner and I have very limited time. And so all of the time that I spend in anything, I want to know that it's ultimately leading to, yeah, I guess value for you guys. So I've had this limiting belief that the podcast needs to be perfectly scripted and I need to have an exact strategy built out for what it is that I want to talk about and what I notice within that belief and that way of thinking is it's preventing me from just simply showing up and I want to do something about that because I feel like Instagram has become such a (laughs) it's such a short form platform and there is only so much that you can deliver on a short form platform you know so i wanted to spend some time just showing up to share with you guys something that's been on my mind and i'm going to endeavor to do a little bit more of these kind of chats rather than you know guests or even just trying to make <laughs> a script out of something when i could just simply use my voice to say what is on my mind so honestly guys if this is a helpful podcast I truly would love your help with something in, you know, there's a number of things that you could do. Reach out to me on Instagram. Just let me know that this was valuable to you. What did it mean to you? What, what epiphany did it give to you? Leave a review. Leave me a comment. Anything to just kind of tell me that this is worth my while because I would love to have these chats with you guys. Um, but like I said, I just want these chats to be helpful for you. Anyway without further ado I wanted to share something that is just on my mind and it might just be because I have booked a weekend away from my family home and my girls and my husband to go um, and book an Airbnb not to do anything fun but simply to work and that might sound crazy to y'all but honestly I feel like I am so busy in my day-to-day life that I, I wake up and it's like Groundhog Day, it is the same thing over and over again and I have been so busy working in my business, I haven't had an opportunity to really just zoom out and reflect on working on my business, on what it is I want out of my business, on how I want to show up and serve my clients, on how I want to show up and serve my daughters and my husband and how I want to show up and serve myself. So I sort of said to my husband, I was like, look, I feel like I just need to go and lock myself in a place that is quiet without any distractions over, you know, one to two days and just allow myself space to think and to hear hear my thoughts or even have any thoughts because I've just made myself so busy that I haven't had the opportunity to do so. So anyway, I am in my Airbnb right now and I was like, what do I want to do with my time? This is amazing I've got no one to be anywhere for nobody's dictating how my schedule goes and I know all the mums listening to this will totally appreciate what it is I'm saying here but I was like what do I want to do I'm like I want to wake up at 5am and I want to go for a sunrise walk and I don't want to have my phone I don't want to have my airpods I don't want anything I just want to think and I went and did that and guys it was glorious And then I came back and I was, you know, listening to a business podcast. I was like, I'm really digging this podcast. I'm going to have a listen to it. And the podcast was basically, I guess, a live group coaching call with the business coach and their clients, right? So it's a online health and fitness business company, I guess. And so all of their clients are people who are wanting to step into the online space. They're wanting to grow their business and wanting to improve their business, etc. And they had this particular guest on who was just talking about some of the frustrations that she felt with her clients. And she had shared that a lot of her clients were, in fact, mums. And some of her words were just... Oh, I'm, I'm trying to find the right words to explain it, but I feel like, you know, before I became a coach, you know, a mum myself, I was a coach far before I was a mum, And I was definitely one of those coaches that were like, what do you mean you are busy? Like what do you, are a stay at home mum, And what do you mean you don't have time? And what do you mean you let your kids dictate your schedule? And what do you mean you don't have time to track? All of the things that you know (laughs) i look back on now and i cringe and i like i want to slap myself in the face to be like girl like you have no idea but i see it like now stepping into the role of a mother and and leading my two girls um in the journey of motherhood or in motherhood i see and hear the stories of mums who are just struggling. They they are really struggling to find not find time but make time for themselves. They're struggling with following through with the promises that they've made to themselves. They're incredibly uncomfortable in their body and they don't they don't even connect with their bodies anymore. They don't even look in the mirror and see The person that they were before they had children and it goes so much deeper than just being like, oh, I want to be my pre-pregnancy weight or I want to lose weight. It's it's so much deeper to deeper than that because so many mums in the journey uh, in motherhood lose themselves while we love our children and we would give the world to them. We lose ourselves and there is almost a mourning of identity and routine and what we knew to be true before we became a mother and before we stepped into the role of a mother and listening to this coach on the podcast she was talking about how she felt frustrated with a lot of her clients because they are mums and she's like you know they show up to my our check-ins and they say i don't have time to track i didn't have time to get my workout in i'm too tired And she's like, and I just find that to be such a bullshit excuse. And it just, it makes me frustrated. It's like, if you really want this, you'll make it happen. And, you know, she kind of said like, mums tend to say, oh, well, you know, my kid was sick. So I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. And she's like, and it's, it's just ultimately bullshit excuses. And I wanted to spend some time on this podcast talking about that because I don't even know where to start with it but what I know to be true is that mothers are just so disregarded in so many (laughs) facets of life and that the struggles that mothers experience are often dismissed they're belittled they're made fun of and it pains me truly deeply to know that there are coaches out there who have this kind of mentality and I know that there are because I heard it in her words and I ha- I had that mentality. And so I don't want to come on here and give anybody any particular advice to overcome that. I just wanted to come on here to hold space for the mums who are feeling so disconnected with themselves and unsure as to how they can make their new life fit the goals that they have for themselves and like it's just i don't think until you become a mum can you truly appreciate that there are times in your life or weeks or months or years where truly your kids do dictate your schedule they do and Some people might listen to this and think that I have some kind of limiting belief around this, but I think that the more we dance around the topic and blame mothers for the fact that their kids dictate their schedules or that they didn't have time to get their training session in or that they were too tired to get their training session in, we're always going to be making women and mothers feel like they are the problem and that there is no possible solution. And I am not okay with that. That doesn't sit well with me and I'm (laughs) I am very passionate about this topic because I have women who like in our check-ins they cry to me they they share parts of themselves where they're like I just feel like I'll never get back to her and I have been her I have been in that position where I'm like I don't even know who I am anymore and it's not because I don't love my baby or I don't love being a mother. I'm just having a really hard time coming to this new identity of mine. And what I have learned through coaching myself through this period and coaching other women through this period is that you have to you have to be with them and guide them through adapting to their new identity and finding their new identity, because the truth of the matter is that your life is never going to be the same. And just because something is hard, it does not make it bad. But the problem that I see is that coaches in particular who do not have children are constantly trying to apply a process and system that works for women who don't have children. And they're trying to bring that same process and system into the motherhood journey. Or the client with children and mamas, if you are listening to this i need you to hear me when i say that what got you there before you had children will not get you there now that you have children what got you here will not get you there and we can talk about or point blame and and say that mums are just lazy and undedicated and all of this bullshit that that coaches will say to women. So then that just perpetuates to the woman even further that she is the problem. That she will never be able to find these obstacles or overcome these obstacles or develop new tools and resources to help her overcome the challenges that she's facing. And this is a cycle that I just don't think is Okay. As a coach, it is your job to draw the best out of your client in the phase of life that they are in. And if your style of coaching is simply do better, do what you're told, why didn't you do this? Then girl, you're literally like you are literally an online macro calculator. And let me tell you, I can point you in the direction of so many free online calculators that you can go to right now, punch in your height, punch in your weight, punch in your activity levels. It'll spit out a number. And if you follow that, if you follow that consistently over time, you'll see results. You will see results. People do not have an information problem. They have an execution problem. If your style of coaching does exactly what a free macro calculator can do, you're not a coach. You're just charging a lot of money for what somebody can get for free. So the role as a coach is to help their client to one recognize why change is needed for them or why do they want the change? How do this add value to your life? Does it take away from other values that you have in your life? And is it the right goal for you? If it is the right goal, there are obviously tools and resources that you do not currently have in your toolbox that are going to support you getting to your goal. And that is where a coach comes in. Your coach should be your resource. They should be the person who asks you a lot of questions to reframe you to find the solution for your problem, not just dictate and tell and do. Because when people do not feel autonomous in their decision making, that makes them feel resentful. So what I am going to go back to what I said before, what got you here won't get you there. When coaches try and apply the same system that they apply with their non-parent clients and they try and copy and paste that and replicate that into a life of a parent a mother a father it will not work unless that mother or father is willing to forego all of the responsibilities they have for their children they prioritize self above everything else and i am I am an advocate for making sure you're filling your own cup, but come on guys. Like we have responsibilities now we had, we brought this child into the world. It is our responsibility to nurture them, to guide them, to be there for them. And at the end of the day, like when your kid is sick and they're up all night and they need mum, your 6am gym session doesn't like it, it. You don't care about it, right? It's not that you don't care about going to the 6 a.m. gym session because it is a priority for you. But I think one of the biggest things that coaches without children just cannot fathom is that you can have competing priorities. You can have two things that are equally as important to you, but you are constantly juggling what needs to be the most important thing. And insert mum guilt. (laughs) Because the constant juggling of priorities, you're like, these two things mean so much to me, but I have to choose this because they're both equally as important, but I can do anything, but I cannot do everything all at once. And so what I just wanna say to the mums who have ever felt like they are the problem, that they are lazy, that they just don't want it enough, is that I see you, I feel you, I am you, and sometimes I've questioned whether or not my, the, the mother version of me just somehow became lazy and undisciplined. And what I learned is that I was trying to apply the things that helped me before I had children. And I was trying to copy and paste it into my life now. And the point is, I've never been in this position I'd never experienced the challenges. So I didn't have the tools and resources to help me overcome that. And what I see a lot of mums doing in particular is they compare what they were able to do before they had children. And they're like, it was just so easy to track. It was so easy to get all my gym sessions. And I don't know what is wrong with me. And she berates herself for that. She blames herself for that. When what what the the required thing for you to do now that you are a mum is find new tools and resources to help you achieve the principle right because there are principles for everything that you do if you want to lose weight the principle is you find a way to apply a calorie deficit if you want to gain muscle you find a way or you prioritize you know, training with high intensity, mechanical tension, progressive overload. We have to apply principles to achieve certain things. But there are many ways to apply the same principle. Right? If we think about a calorie deficit, you can do that through flexible dieting. You can do that through if it fits your macros. You can do it through the keto diet. You can do it through paleo. You can do it through carnivore. You can do it through whatever the hell you freaking want. Provided that one it applies the principle of being in a calorie deficit even people who are eating the you know following a ketogenic diet may not be in a calorie deficit those who eat clean may not be in a calorie deficit because they're missing the principle so therefore they're not progressing but when you focus on methods only you will constantly have trouble because you're not actually applying the principles So there's a quote and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like the man slash woman who focuses purely on methods only and fails to understand the principles is sure to have trouble. And how that relates to the context of what I'm talking about here today is that the methods you used before being a mum are probably not the methods you will use now that you are a mum but that does not mean that you cannot find a method to apply the principle and achieve the same outcome i am just going to kind of take a deep breath from this because i'm like it just i don't know if i've i've been able to communicate to you what like what my thoughts truly are and that's probably part of my self-limiting belief that's like I need I should have a script because I I need to get my points across better but I just want you if you were a mum if you are a mum right now listening listening to this I need you to know that there is a way and if you are struggling you probably just haven't found the way And sometimes the way is adjusting your expectations I know the highly ambitious parts of you who have extremely high standards want to do it all and you want to do it all a hundred percent but all or nothing gets you all or nothing and I learned this I was I was having a bit of a chat with my colleague Astrid and she said I call that all or something or something. There are so many tools that you can be using to help you just move the needle in the right direction in a slow, achievable pace. You're probably not going to achieve what you want to in the time frame you think that you are. Even mums, even people who are not mums, often overestimate what can be achieved in twelve weeks and severely underestimate what can be done in twelve months with consistency, tenacity, perseverance, and patience and if you're a coach and you don't have children do not for a second think that you know what your client is experiencing and if your headspace is just to tell your clients to try harder then you probably want to look at what kind of coach you are help your clients to develop new tools and resources i talk a lot to clients about not being outcome focused but rather be process focused be not be outcome driven but be process driven what does that mean an outcome driven goal says i need to lose i want to lose 10 kilos in this much time and that all of your success and all of your progress is only measured by the you or the lens of whether or not you've consistently kept losing weight the problem with outcome driven goals is that once you get to the outcome you stop doing the things that got you to that outcome whereas when you focus on processes you start to embody and adapt and engage in behaviors that will not only help you get to the goal but help you to maintain the goal a process driven system says in order to lose 10 kilos i need to find a way to include movement in my daily life i need to consume a serving of protein with every meal i need to have four meals per day i need to exercise four days per week And then when you are looking at the outcome driven metrics, like did I lose X amount of kilos this week? If that didn't happen, don't don't blame the data. Go back to your process. Did I follow through with my process? How well did I do that? Often people will not achieve what they want to achieve in terms of an outcome-driven goal. They step on the scale and they're not where they think they need to be. And all of a sudden it's, I need to try harder. I need to do more. I need to drop my calories. And my clients do this to me all the time. Oh, I didn't progress this week. Let's drop my calories. Let's increase cardio. Hang on, girl. Before we do that, let's talk about your process. Did you meal prep this week? No, I didn't. Did you get your four training sessions in this week? No, I didn't. Did you include protein in all of your meals this week? No, I didn't. Okay, so maybe the problem isn't the strategy. It's the execution of the strategy. And we need to go back to our process and we need to lean on our process. The point is, coaches, so many of you are stuck in being an outcome-driven coach. My client didn't lose 0.5% of their body weight per you know this week. Well, that's shit. They're doing shit. They're not, they're not adhering to the process. You are outcome driven. So you start talking to your client about the fact that they didn't lose half a kilo this week and therefore it must be their fault and their tracking is wrong. Instead of asking them, you know, what were your wins this week? What did you do exceptionally well? What can you improve on this week? What are some problems that you encountered? And give me two potential solutions. And how was your adherence to your process? Anyway, guys, I'm going to stop that there. I hope that this was valuable. (laughs) I hope that I communicated my um, thoughts well enough and i hope that this episode was just helpful for any one of you if it was please subscribe to the podcast reach out to me let me know i'm only going to continue rambling on this platform if it brings value to you guys so i'm always really grateful to connect with you uh, and yeah i'll catch you in the next podcast bye